0: Find out what's making you sick and how to heal. Anthony William is the medical medium. Hello, you're listening to the Medical Medium Radio Show. This is Anthony William. We're talking about celery juice and hormones, endometriosis, PCOS, fibroids. We're talking about all of that, breast density, cysts, fibroids, endometriosis, like I said before, HPV, infertility, PCOS, PID, Adrenal fatigue, hypothyroidism, hyperthyroidism, menopause symptoms. Also, you have to remember the reason why I'm talking about all these in a group like this and how celery juice plays a role, why I put the celery juice book out. I mean, I put these illnesses, and I'm never going to be able to cover all this in just this live, right here in this live radio show. But I'm going to tell you right now that, you know, there's there's a reason why I'm doing all this. is because it's becoming rampant. Literally 9 out of 10 women at this point have one of these things going on. 10 out of 10 have something brewing without it even showing at all yet. That's the whole thing. 10 out of 10 women have something brewing. They'll have a hypothyroidism on the way. They'll have adrenal fatigue on the way. It's all brewing. They'll have something going on, some PCOS on the way. Maybe they'll have a little bit of endometriosis that's hidden in there on the way, fibroids that are on the way. This is serious breast density that's developing over the years. The point is, why do we have to live where it's 10 out of 10? Where that it, it and and it, it everybody's acting like it's normal. Oh, it's the norm. I mean, you go into a grocery store, you ask you ask ten women if they have anything going on at all. I mean, if you can ask them, if you can actually do that, I know that's not that that's not something you would naturally do, but if there was a way to just ask somebody like that. You'd find out one woman dealt with fibroids, another one dealt with cysts, another one has a breast density issue, another one has all three of those. Some of them have just HPV, some of them have hypothyroidism, plus HPV, HPV plus endometriosis. It's unbelievable. But yet we pretend that women are supposed to live like this, that this is supposed to be normal, that this is just normal. And we don't, we don't battle it. We don't fight it. We don't stick up for women. We don't do, there's, we don't, you know, there's all this talk out there. you sticking up for women and women's rights and equal rights and all this other stuff. What about the health part about it? The most important part, the most important part, health of women kind. Think about that because without good health of women kind, what do we have? And that is the most important aspect So when we think about the fact that all these reproductive system, including thyroids and adrenals, which play a role in the reproductive system because adrenals produce the majority of the reproductive hormones. Yes, estrogen, progesterone, all of that. It's amazing. They produce a large amount of it. And no one even talks about that out there, what's going on. Because And here's the thing. And if all these things are going awry... If we're really struggling that much and it's not even really even spoken about, it's kind of like all secretive, it's all private, it's all meaning like it's, of course, everybody's personal health is private, I understand that, but the issues are not really being talked about out there. There's not these big groups out there and these big support groups and there's not awareness Of course, we have awareness of breast cancer, but look how long it took for breast cancer awareness. And a lot of these viruses that are behind so many of these different things and pathogens are behind cancer and breast cancer. And so like breast density, the whole thing. So I'm going to talk about that a little bit. But the whole point is, think about where we are right now and how this is just supposed to be normal. You know, men have their prostate problems, sure. Men have their, you know, they die of heart attacks, they have their prostate problems, whatever. They have all this stuff going on, sure. Men get sick, but, you know, that's, I mean, women, it's all this stuff here, it's endometriosis, cysts, fibroids, it's breast density, it's infertility, it's PCOS, it's PID, pelvic inflammatory disorder of all kinds of different kinds. Always adrenal fatigue, hyperthyroidism, hypothyroidism, menopause symptoms, perimenopause for women that aren't even going near menopause. And with men, it's just like prostate. It's prostate. Oh, and and, and you know, liver stuff, prostate... Of course, men get sick and they get multiple sclerosis and they get all kinds of other stuff, but it's a whole different ballpark. Women struggle, they suffer. Men just go along and just die with a heart attack at an early age, at age 40. I mean, it's changing now. Men are getting sick with all kinds of problems. They get the Lyme disease affecting men too and we got all this other stuff. But with women, it's always been this way and there's a lot of reasons for that. And and then on top of it, we have all these reproductive system issues. And we just kind of like, everybody just throws a blind eye over it, a blanket eye. Like, oh, just throw a blanket over it all. Because you know what? It, it's normal. Why does it have to be normal? And why isn't anybody really taking it to the next level and talking about it? You know, every time I put it in the books, and I put the fibroids in the books, and I talk about PCOS, and I talk about what causes PCOS, and I put it in the books, in the, in the celery juice book. There's almost two almost two hundred different symptoms and conditions in the celery juice book, and I made sure reproductive was a women's reproductive was a huge aspect of that celery juice book. I made sure for a reason. And guess what? All these symptoms and problems and everything else with women gets you know blamed like it did in the fifties on hormones, <clears throat> or women are crazy. Or the lazy or bored, that's what was the big one in the fifties and sixties and seventies. That they're just they're just a bat crap crazy and they're bored and they're lazy and they need to join the PTA <clears throat> or whatever they need to do. They need to get a, a hobby. They need to get some friends. That's what all women were told. They were told that. I mean for them for the most part. That's what they were told all through the sixties, all through the fifties, sixties and seventies. Now it's just hormones, hormones, hormones. That's the real problem. How can that be the real problem when I'm going to tell you what causes these, these illnesses? How can that be the real problem? That's not the real problem. Now, like, yeah, there's hormone imbalances. Yes, we have hormone problems, and we have hormone problems for a reason. But what's the real problem behind all these different conditions I just said? Breast density, cysts, and fibroids, and the whole bit, PCOS, and all that. Hormones are behind PCOS? So it's just hormone problems behind PCOS? That's unbelievable. In fact, it's it's actually, it's actually negligent, beyond negligent. The system is negligent with women's health. I'm sorry, I have to say it. It really is, <clears throat> because that's what they'll just tell you in the end. Cause unknown. no, maybe no. It's just hormones. That's the problem. And then women get trained. They get trained to blame their own hormones. Totally trained, instead of blaming something that causes something. PCOS is caused by a virus. A virus creates fluid-filled cysts. No one wants to touch that. Okay, because if you touch that, you're going to piss somebody off. I'm telling you right now, you're going to piss somebody off. You're going to piss the industry off because they're going to tag that virus. They're going to find out it's patented, and they're going to find out that virus has a, it has a history and a past going back to labs, going back to the 1920s and the 1930s, and it has a number and a serial number on it. That's right. That's right. You think I'm joking. Exactly. And these viruses got out there and they mutated and they did their thing and no one cares about them. Nobody even talks about it. Meanwhile, the Epstein-Barr virus is the very thing that creates breast cancer. A certain variety of Epstein-Barr, not all of Epstein-Barr's. But if you got a certain one and everything's just right, the toxins are right, that's what creates breast cancer. But yet, they just they no, they're just going to say it's genes and hormones. Let's just keep on bullcrapping people as far and wide as we need to. Let's keep on just keeping women down. That's what keeps women down, because when women feel terrible, they can't be outspoken the way they need to be or at their best of their game or top top of their game so they can fend for themselves and fight their way through this planet and everything else. Because if their health isn't there, how are they going to do all that? I believe women are kept down. They're kept down in this secretive way. Not just all the other ways people keep on saying out there. I'm talking about this way. Because when you think about it, if women are sick and miserable, and they have to rely on the system, and they, they got the brain fog, and they're sick, and they got the thyroid problems, and they get fatigue, and no one's telling them really what's wrong, and there's blame in their hormones, and whatever, and you keep women down, and you keep them down, and you know what? They're just gonna not going to function. No, no one's going to get things done the way they want to get them done. And you know, that's the whole point. That's a piece of it. I know, listen, I know I'm pretty radical about this today, but, you know, I just think about even family members that, you know, from years ago, I mean, in the old days, I've seen family members go through the system with this whole thing. And it's, it's, it hasn't changed much. 30, 40 years later, it hasn't changed much. Fifty years later, it hasn't changed much. I mean, it just has some flash to it. It just has some new colors to it. So let's go into this a little bit. I just have to do that opening. I have to do that opening because we're acting like it's perfectly darn normal. That's what we're doing. We're acting like women are supposed to have all these problems. And they're supposed to be quiet about it and shut up. And that's what we're acting like they need to be. They can privately just go to their doctors and just, you know what I mean? And just everybody's got to be quiet. But women are suffering and struggling. I mean, I I have a friend literally had a fibroid in her that was the size, I mean, of a, a bowling ball. And it, it grew rapidly and it was the size of a bowling ball. And yeah, she never did celery juice, but... I don't blame her for that. I don't judge her for that. I don't judge her for that. Yes, she never did any of the heavy metal detox smoothies. I don't judge her for that. Yes, she never did any of the medical medium pro- uh, viral protocols. I don't blame her for that. Doesn't mean she's not going to be my friend, and it doesn't mean she's not going to be you know a friend of the families or anything. That's what how I know her from, and you know I know her from because she's a friend of the families and and so forth. And doesn't mean. And, you know, I don't judge the person. No, because I get it. It's not easy to just throw that heavy metal detox smoothie and get the Vimergy barley grass powder, get the Vimergy spirulina that I use and put that in there because the best spirulina I've ever seen in my life because it it stops these illnesses. It stops them in their tracks for women. And, you know, and you put that in the smoothie and you put the frozen wild blueberries in there. And you know the Wyman's is the company I like. Is Wyman's, even though you know, like some people they don't like that one. They like another one, Wild Blueberries. And you know, even though I don't blame her one bit, because I know that there's something else there. And sure, she's not doing didn't do the right things to stop that fibroid from growing. But but that doesn't mean it is. But that's that has nothing to do with the fact that it's there for other reasons. It's there because. Of a virus, it's there because the medical system doesn't want to tell women, "Hey, this is viral, and we need to be doing antiviral protocols so we can we can protect women." And here's the foods you need to avoid, like eggs. You don't eat chicken eggs if you got any kind of reproductive problem. It's asking for a lot of trouble is what it's asking. I know that gets people upset. There's egg diets out there. Everybody thinks it's a perfect protein. Everybody loves their eggs. I get it. I don't even know if I put a dent into the uh, egg movement because just the egg movement is like unstoppable. Not even medical medium or anything, you know what I mean, can stop that. If you're wondering if celery juice is good for your reproductive system, the answer is yes. It's incredible. For your reproductive system, it's one of the protectors. It's why I have it in the book. It's one of the ultimate protectors against these very things. Celery juice stops pathogens that are responsible for reproductive problems, symptoms, conditions, and diseases. HPV, yes, is a pathogen. It's a virus. It is a virus, okay? It is. HPV isn't even the virus that causes all the darn reproductive system problems and damage and everything else. That's the irony. HPV is tagged, but it's there. But what's really happening is Epstein bars, the Epstein bars that are rampant, that are in everybody, those Epstein bars, and they get all passed around. They get women, you know, are, are victims of of getting Epstein bars. That's, the you know, that's one thing that happens too, by the way. Yeah believe it or not, okay? And so epstein bars actually cause these reproductive symptoms and these illnesses. And, okay, sure, you can call me crazy. You can call me crazy. Hey, this medical medium guy, what does he know? How does he know that? Remember, I was the first guy to say Epstein-Barr had something to do with breast cancer, okay? There, are, there is information out there now in studies linking, linking Epstein-Barr now, even though the, the industry is trying to say no genetic, they're trying to fight that, there's studies now linking Epstein-Barr to breast cancer. But yet, I was decades before that. Interesting. Just like Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is Epstein-Barr. That was my information. Now they're linking that one. Multiple sclerosis, that's my information at Epstein-Barr. So call me crazy, but how come I'm right? How come I'm right long before science and research? And yeah, you gotta you gotta think about that for ten seconds. And you know it's incredible. Celery juice removes toxins that are responsible, meaning partly responsible for reproductive conditions. It has a cleansing power, that celery juice. It binds onto and neutralizes. It escorts out toxic hormones, such as foreign. Estrogen from foods, plastics, petrochemicals, and pharmaceuticals, and that buildup that it's in the... Do you think the reproductive system doesn't collect junk? think it doesn't collect poisons, toxins, contaminants, pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, mercury, lead, aluminum, arsenic, cadmium? You don't think the reproductive system, you think it's just, oh, it's immune to all that. Yeah, we just wake up one morning. We, I don't know. We don't even know what we're thinking. The reproductive system is, is indestructible. It's completely immune to any toxin whatsoever. It never enters into it. No, that's not how it works. It collects a tremendous amount of toxic particles. It really does. Celery juice nourishes and feeds the reproductive system on all levels. The breast ducts. Everything. It feeds the uterus. It feeds the ovaries. It is an amazing powerhouse. It actually helps restore cells and healthy hormones, providing nutrients and trace minerals to reproductive organs and glands. The plant hormones in celery juice are undiscovered by research and science. Those plant hormones in celery juice actually help stabilize hormones in women. A celery juice also hydrates the reproductive system, which is a major factor in what can go wrong. Drinking the celery juice every day is critical. You know, having the celery juice book, the medical medium celery juice book so you know why you're drinking it will keep you on track so you can answer every question because there's going to be questions that pop in your head all the time constantly. Especially all the fear and the chaos put on social media about, don't drink your celery juice because it's got a nitrate in it. It doesn't have nitrates in it. And every single food on the planet has a natural occurring nitrate. Do you like vegetables? Every single last one of them has nitrate in it. Naturally occurring. That's in every single plant food there is. May as well not eat plant food then. Never eat a piece of plant food ever because it's got nitrate naturally occurring in it but as not the nitrates that are chemically produced in chemical factories and shoved in hot dogs and pork. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so celery juice, what it does is it hydrates the reproductive system. And that's a major factor that goes wrong with the reproductive system. It dehydrates. In fact, we eat so much salt, we pickle our reproductive system. We eat so much salt. We're, we're trained. We're conditioned to salt our reproductive system, and pickle it. That's what we're trained to do. Suck the water right out of the reproductive system with salt. That's what we do. You have to remember that. Nobody talks about that. No, they don't. They don't talk about any of the medical medium information out there. And that's why you're listening to this show, because I need to protect you. That's it. One, one step at a time. And I'm not going to judge you if you can't get some celery juice in you a little bit. But maybe, you know, maybe try once in a while. And, and I still won't judge you if you're like the family friend. And she didn't do any of it at all. And she that fibroid really big and ate eggs too. Even though I said, don't eat any eggs. It's going to grow fast. And she ate eggs. She ate a couple of eggs a day because she kept on hearing it has protein in it. She kept on hearing that someone was on an egg diet, a keto egg diet. And they're just doing lots of eggs every day and doing workouts. And yeah, they were 19 years old or 21 years old. And they're on YouTube doing eggs and doing their workouts and stuff. But what's going to happen when they're 28? What's going to happen when they're 35? Their YouTubes are going to be all about how they're fighting the reproductive system problems. But, but people don't realize they're just not there yet. Because they're 19 years old and they're working out in the gym and they don't feel really sick with anything. And they're eating eggs every day. And people get, they get tricked by this stuff. Celery juice helps reverse these problems. Look, breast density is a big issue. A really huge issue. Because then that's, see, all that breast density issue. That tissue in there, that's from toxins building up. That's from toxins building up. And it, it makes the connective tissue dense. It makes it lose its viscosity. It makes it lose its its elasticity. Its saturation rate gets overfilled. Breast tissue has a saturation rate. It could get oversaturated with poison and then become tough. Really, really, really tough. And this happens because the liver already became toxic through the decades. You see? So, okay, you could be 20 years old, you're doing eggs every single day, and you're doing different foods every single day. Other toxins are coming in your body all different ways. Your liver's getting toxic and lazy as the years go on, it's building up. Nobody really teaches you how to kind of get rid of the food sometimes and do some cleanses, the proper cleanses, or how to keep viruses down because everybody's got them in them. And then the liver gets worse and worse. And then the breast density kicks on fast because the poisons have nowhere to go. The liver gets filled up and then the breast tissue gets dense. It gets the saturation, the rate happens really quickly in it. And that's what occurs. These troublemakers I call in liver rescue, I mean, you should get the book, Liver Rescue, okay? Medical medium, Liver Rescue. And, um and get the get the right one there's some some copycat books you know they take my name and they and then they put whatever just make sure you get the right book and these troublemakers bog down the liver to the point it's not able to act as the proper filter it once was the lymphatic system even becomes a secondary filter which basically means that the breast becomes secondary filters because what are the breasts it's lymphatic it's lymphatic that's a huge part of the breasts. All the way, the upper arms, the armpits, all that. Right down to the breast, the edge of the breast, the sides, all of it. This is lymphatic system. Because it's a secondary filter. Which basically means that the breast becomes a secondary filter. That's what it is. Your liver gets clogged up. You're not drinking celery juice. You're not eating that good. Eating lots of cheese. Eating lots of dairy products. Eating, you know all different kinds of things. And so what happens is, or what you ate 10 years ago or 15 years ago, even if you're eating healthy now, I think you're eating now, you're eating chicken in a salad, eating chicken in a salad or something, and you think you're keeping your carbs low and all that. It's not about carbs. It's not about carbs in this situation. You know, it's about certain foods, just creating more toxics, towards toxic situations, getting the liver more bogged down, high fat foods, really high fat foods you got to be careful with the high fats that's where the problem lies. sweet potatoes have no fat in them unless you put a hunk of butter on it that then then it's a problem food baked potatoes uh, no problem whatsoever until you stick a big dab of cheese on it sour cream or or butter or you had milk in your your potatoes then now you got a, a just a terrible food i mean that's when it's terrible and, and, you know, chicken, the skin on chicken's not good. I mean, that's just, just a lot of fat right there. A lot of people still leave the, you know, the skin on the chicken. That's not good at all. Even the chicken itself, you got to be careful. You can't eat it twice a day because of the amount of fat that's inside a, a chicken breast, a lean chicken breast. So you got to keep the fats down a little bit. You got to break it up a little bit. If you're somebody that's totally in the chicken, then you just you do it three times a week. And the other weeks, pick things that are really healthy, some winter squash, pick some, pick some sweet potatoes and, you know, with, with more greens, leafy greens. You know, bring in spinach. And, you know, if you like fish or something, bring in some sardines and water, just not the ones in salt. So, you know, do something like that, change it up. Sardines have the lowest, lowest mercury count. There's more mercury in grass-fed beef than there is in sardines. So there you go. I'm just saying. And so the bottom line is you do sardines. You know, you have some you throw those on a salad with some olives, you know, you just rinse the olives really good, you throw some olives on there, you break it up. So you're not always doing like something really fatty, like you're not doing a piece of hunk of cheese every day. You're not doing too much chicken every single day. You got you're not doing eggs every day which are fatty. So you got to kind of lower these things down a little bit. And it, and it all helps because you can bring in other things, bring in some apples, bring in some different fruits, bring in some different vegetables, steam up some, some asparagus every single night, have asparagus in a salad. You just change it up and then celery juice every single morning. If you're plant-based, keep the nuts back. Keep the nuts back if you're plant-based just stop stop with all those heavy duty cashews have a handful here and there but stop stop pounding the cashews i run into plant based people and they're just like they just make themselves sick and then they think they got to go eat animal products again and i'm like did you, why did you become plant-based? And it like, because I became plant-based because you know, I, 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 it started helping my health and I had a little health problem when I was eating animal proteins. And so I went plant-based because some friend told me I'm plant-based, it's been doing good. And then I'm on this plant-based for a year and now I'm getting my symptoms back. And now I was told by some doctor, I better start eating animal protein because the plant-based diet's making me sick. And I'm like, wait a minute here. You were just on the animal protein diet before. He goes, you should, then she or he go will we'll go. Yeah, but this doctor tells me I got to do it a little differently, and this and I go wait a minute. I go, I go. There's there's millions of people that are on all the keto diets. They're sick, sick as dogs. They're sick. I said there's people that are plant based that are sick. I said there's people that are paleo and the cleanest paleo diets, grass fed everything, and they're eating they're eating berries and seeds, and then they're having the grass fed beef, and they're they're not on any carbs and it's kind of keto now or whatever it is. And they're, they're sick and there's people that are breaking it up and they're, they're like, you know, they call themselves something like a vegan slash vegetarian slash paleo person. And they put it all together and they're having a little bit of everything and it's clean with no processed foods and they're sick. So why are you running back to that? I same thing when I talk to people who are, you know, who are paleo or they're, 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 um, they're keto or something, animal proteins and all that. I said, well, why did you pick this diet to begin with? They said, well, I'm off processed foods. I've, I felt healthy, but now I'm not feeling good anymore. I go, and, they're, and now they're like, what do I do? Do I go vegetarian? Do I go this? Do I go that? I go, wait a minute here. Let's just look at what you're not doing. Let's Let's look, let's look at what you're not doing. You're not doing your celery juice. You're not doing your heavy metal detox smoothie. You're not learning about the foods that heal you. Where Whatever you're doing, you're not learning about the herbs and the supplements you need to kill the bugs in you that are causing these problems. And they'll be like, what do you mean bugs? I go, what, your doctor and your practitioner and your health coach or whoever it is and your trainer is not telling you that you're sick? You got tingles and numbness because you got some bug stuff going on. You got Hashimoto's because you got bug stuff. So they're not even telling you that you got bug stuff and you have to go and kill those bugs and you have to use celery juice plus a whole bunch of other stuff plus the right supplements plus the right things to kill these bugs. You need zinc in your system. You need the right B12 for your immune system, the right kind of B12. You need all these things. And they're like... I don't even know any of this. I go, here you are freaking out about your diet, like meaning freaking out about what side of the aisle you're on and you guys are all flipping. You got the vegans are running back to the animals and the animal product eating and the animal product people are running back to the vegans. They're doing this dance. It's like musical chairs. They're flipping back and forth and all their doctors are telling them this is how they should be, but no one's telling them what's wrong with them and what they need. It's unbelievable to me that we're, I mean, it's it just makes no sense. So the point is here, Is that years of poor diet and and everyday exposure to toxic substances find their way inside breast tissue, creating calcifications, scar tissue, density, toxic tissue, and hardened tissue, cystic fibrosis tissue, even if it's not diagnosed that way. I'm not talking about scar tissue from surgeries. This is scar tissue from cells not getting enough vital oxygen and nutrients. Calcium from dairy products is a leading contributor to breast density because the calcium settles in breast tissue. This is not a healthy calcium. It's an aggressive calcium that's antagonistic to women's health. It becomes fuel for pathogens and bugs. Bugs and pathogens. Bugs. Bugs you can't see. What we can't see can't hurt us. Can't see it doesn't mean it just, if you can't see it, it doesn't exist. Yeah, okay, sure. It's there. Toxic heavy metals such as mercury and aluminum settle in breast tissue. And other metals too settle in breast tissue. If someone's diet is not adequately hydrating, then the dehydration of breast tissue can occur slowly over time as well, especially with the toxins are there keeping cells from becoming revitalized because living water isn't flushing the breast tissue. And that's the problem there all on its own. That's why we have to be careful. It's not about calories all the time. It's about, did you drink that fresh orange juice, fresh squeezed orange juice? It's incredible for you. Did you, did you, did you drink that fresh squeezed orange juice? Did you have some lemon water? You could put some honey in there. That's fine. You can put a tablespoon of honey in there if you want in your lemon water. That's fine. You can put more if you really want. And, And here's the thing. All that's good. Okay? All that's good. You can't be worried about a couple of tablespoons, two, three tablespoons of honey. That's not a problem. In fact, actually, that's medicine medicine, antiviral, antipathogenic. So, but you know, but you have that lemon water with some honey in it, perfectly fine. You can do these things. It's not about just no carb diet, low carb diet, you know, salads and and animal protein and maybe some water, some electrolyte drink from the supermarket or something like that. That's, not a, that's still not enough to protect breast tissue. You know, you need good foods. The Epstein-Barr virus is responsible for more advanced breast conditions and issues. That's what it's responsible for. you got to remember that. And if you're plant-based, you got to still do all these things too. you got to hydrate. I've seen people plant-based diets. It's all nuts and seeds. It's all avocado. It's all salt and fat salt and fat that's everybody's diet keto diets are salt and fat plant-based diets are salt and fat that's all that's all the diets are now it's incredible is everybody better yet is everybody fine everybody's cured everybody's healed it's unbelievable celery juice not all i'm sarcastic i know i'm sarcastic today on the radio show i'm really sorry you guys i know i am i can't help it it's not you guys it's not you guys, it's not you listeners, it's not you guys, it's not my family. No, it's, it's, you know, it's the rest of this stuff. You guys get it, you get it. You know what I'm saying. Look, c- <laughs> celery juice not only cleanses and frees the liver over time, that's why it's one of the pieces of information that I brought to the table. And I look, I get in trouble when I say I brought it. Spirit brought it. Spirit brought it. You know the story in the book, Medical Medium Book One, when I was in the garden, and I I said I was the greatest person in the world because of this, and Spirit let me know, hey, I'm the, Spirit's the one with the information, the greatest, <laughs> the greatest. Okay, not me. By bringing in fresh deliveries of living water filled with sodium cluster salts that reside in celery juice and trace minerals and phytochemicals to flush out the troublemakers, you are getting celery juice to cleanse the breast tissue, the lymphatic tissue and the liver over time. This is the key. It's one of the keys. So if you can't do anything else, you better be doing celery juice. You better be doing something. If you can't do anything else, you better do the three, six, nine. You better do the liver rescue three, six, nine cleanse celery juice. Juice is unique travel velocity and saturation rate supersedes poisons and toxins. Pesticides, herbicides, poisons and toxins have a saturation rate like no other. They go directly into tissue, into breast tissue, deep into breast tissue really fast and that's what happens. Celery juice has a travel velocity and saturation rate that is unmatched by any other vegetable or fruit or anything else on the planet. Saturation rate is how it goes deep Into hardened tissue and softens it up. It's how our skin gets better. Celery juice also provides anti tumor, anti adhesion properties. Cysts, let's go into cysts a little bit. This is important. Cysts can develop from a variety of toxins such as heavy metals, pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, and from viruses such as Epstein-Barr. That's the creation of reproductive cysts. These cysts can be benign and they can be cancerous. They can be one or the other. Depends on the variety of toxins you have and what kind of Epstein-Barr it is. Guess what? There's over 60 varieties of Epstein-Barr. There's over 60 varieties of Epstein-Barr. Just mutated varieties. You think the one Epstein-Barr is in everybody? I mean, that's another thing about science research. I just want to clarify one second really quick. You think one, one bug, just one design, is in every single person on the planet. No way. It's over 60 varieties at this point. Mutated forms. I mean, this is just how it works. Different years. Some bugs are 100 years back. Some are just brand new. Birthed brand new. It's incredible. And that's how viruses work. So here's the thing. Many cysts are lymphatic vessel scar tissue. So that's what happens. Lymphatic vessels that scar because they're surrounding the reproductive system. They become inflamed and hardened because they're killing viruses. Your own body tries to kill a virus and a cyst gets created calcified. starts that way. Lymphatic vessel due to a viral infection. And science and research doesn't care about any of it doesn't care about any of it. Nobody cares about any of it. No, we just go along, We go along and pretend there's some big miracle cure in science right now with genetics. The whole gene theory and the gene blame blame game, that's just to hide things like the Epstein-Barr causing sickness and illness in women. That's what that is. That's kind of a, that's a, that, that whole thing. That's just to decoy. That's the duck floating around the wooden duck in the pond. To make sure all the other ducks kind of flock around it and think that duck is real. That's what that is, by the way. That's how it works. I'm not saying genes don't unlock truths and that genes aren't this incredible mystery and this incredible, incredible, inc- the whole thing, the science around genes is still amazing, but it has nothing to do with any of this at all. That's the whole point. And that's how, that's how you get thrown all of it because genes are that mysteriously amazing in so many ways. And science is trying to crack the codes and that's how we get thrown. Okay. So the bottom line is celery juice helps break down these calcifications in and hardened chronic cysts. See, cysts, they have information in them themselves. They have toxins, they have viruses, they have information in there. The body's immune system was protecting you, battling a virus, and the virus calcified itself inside there to try to protect itself, and a cyst is born. That's just one way cysts are born. So what happens is here is that C- celery juice helps in a lot of ways because it can help prevent a cyst from growing further because sodium cluster salts have a saturation rate. They can enter hardened cystic material, hardened cystic material. When they enter it, they can saturate deep, finding a pathogen from within. It also helps loosen up breakdown and disperse scar tissue that can otherwise become like keloids, adhesions, adhesion varieties of cysts. There's all these keloids and adhesions, those varieties of cysts. Celery juice helps feed the cells around cysts, making them stronger, which helps stop the growth of cysts nearby. Cysts tend to thrive energetically around toxic unhealthy cells. But if you're eating a ton of eggs... And you're drinking so your celery juice. Your celery juice is just battling the eggs. You know what I mean? You're just like doing the best you can. If you're eating different kind of bad foods, you know, look at the medical medium books. Look at the no foods list. Look to see what the no foods list are in the medical medium foods books. And also check out the medical medium books where it talks about which supplements to use and stuff like that to what, to what actually gets it. I know I I'm not sponsored by any of the supplement companies or anything like that. There's nothing like that. So you're not going to see any of that okay? And so I don't work for these companies and, you know, all of that. So you need to know that so you don't think this is one of those other games that all the other podcasts and all those other people, they're all trying to sell something to you. All right, so let's go. Here we are. So cysts tend to thrive energetically around toxic, unhealthy cells. Got to remember that. Celery juice prevents them from thriving and expanding. Endometriosis, let's hit that a little bit. Celery juice provides undiscovered phytochemical compound inhibitors to basically to stop abnormal tissue growth, endometriosis, tissue cell growth, abnormal tissue cell growth when it's not supposed to be growing, when it's not supposed to exist, when it's not supposed to be clinging to the colon, it's not supposed to be clinging to the bladder, it's not supposed to be spreading all around You know, it's not supposed to be everywhere. And that's the whole thing with endometriosis. You're not supposed to be getting that in uterus. But women suffer and they get that. These inhibitors inside celery juice push back on endometrial tissue that tries to develop outside of the uterus and the colon and the bladder. You got to remember how good that is. Abnormal tissue growth is abnormal due to the presence of toxins. Remember, all this information is in medical medium celery juice. So medical medium celery juice book. So you guys just make sure you get a copy. You can't afford a copy. I don't know what it is. It's like 10 bucks or whatever it is. 10, 12 bucks. If you can't afford a copy, go to the library. Try to get one. Unhealthy cells develop and expand Where they're not supposed to be. It's a combination of unhealthy hormones that are foreign to the body. So we have all these other hormones entering into our body through toxic substances everywhere we're exposed to all the time. Those hormones, it's the toxic hormones that we're constantly exposed to all the time. Those toxic hormones are partly responsible for endometriosis. It's a combination of these troublemakers. See, we get hormones from pesticides, herbicides, and fungicides Every day, I ordered a new shirt. I got the new shirt. It was unwearable because it was completely sprayed down with fungicide, something that a lot of clothes manufacturers are doing now. You would not know it's fungicide. I know it's fungicide. I know it is. You would just think it's some crazy, crazy perfume that happens to be on the shirt. And maybe some some of you might not even smell it because you got the conventional detergents rolling, which stinks up the house. You got the you got the uh, conventional fabric soft, uh, softeners. You got the the plug-in air fresheners in the walls. You got the candles burning from you know you know the toxic places that sell toxic candles, and you got all this potpourri cooking, and you got all these things. So you get that toxic shirt or the toxic sweater, or pair of pants, or jeans, and it's saturated in fungicide, you're not even going to smell it, and you're just going to wear it, and you're going to wash it once, it's still going to be saturated, and you're going to wear it, and it's just going to be absorbing into the body. That's why I tell people, get rid of all the conventional cleaners and the detergents and all that stuff. Get rid of half of that stuff or as much as you can because when you do, you free your liver up. But not only that, when you get rid of that stuff and you start getting the unscented stuff and the more natural stuff that's unscented, you will smell when someone's put a grenade in your house, which is a clothing item saturated with fungicide all over it, and you'll be able to protect your reproductive system so the fungicide doesn't absorb right into it and then feed unhealthy cells that create endometriosis. But yeah, nobody cares. You know why? Even you know, or nobody knows. It's so unbelievable. The industry doesn't care. I mean, I know you guys care. Heavy metals such as mercury and aluminum, and viral and bacterial byproduct and debris. See, endometriosis is this combination of all this byproduct from bacteria too in the body in the reproductive system bacteria, if someone had chlamydia back 20 years ago, that bacteria, that where did it go? Where did the debris go from that chlamydia? Where did it go? It just, it went somewhere. Someone has strep because they have UTIs. That means they're loaded with strep in the reproductive system. If you get chronic UTIs or even one UTI, that means you got the strep, the strep bacteria. That's what creates a UTI, both bladder infection, uh, you know, um, uh, urinary tract infection, kidney infection, um, so-called yeast infection, because yeast is always present. It's just that when you have bacteria, yeast is always present. That's the whole point. So when you have a yeast infection and you're constantly at the doctor's office with a yeast infection, that's a bacterial infection under the name of yeast. And so when we have all that, where does all that go? It all all gets built up in tissue and the reproductive system it finds its way there. It builds up, becomes endometrial cells co- coupled with so many other things. It's like a formula. So you have to remember, celery juice breaks up this and disperses all these toxins so they, can, they can't fuel normal tissue. It can't develop. So, so abnormal tissue, sorry, can't develop. And normal tissue starts to grow. It combines this with inhibiting phytochemical compounds, that are bad. There's all these bad phytochemical compounds that are out there that are chemical synthetic based. Cell use battles those with its own phytochemical compounds that are healthy and they help with all that. Let's go into fibroids a little bit. Fibroids in the uterus take various forms with their cause unknown to medical research and science. It's all unknown to medical research and science. All of this is. The truth is that fibroids are sometimes Basically, the fibroids are caused by viruses such as Epstein-Barr and other times caused by even bacteria such as strep as well. Those are the main two that really cause harm in the reproductive system. When it's viral, it's more of a cystic variety of fibroid with a rounder shape. When it's bacterial, it's more like scar tissue or an adhesion inside the reproductive system type of fibroid. Yeah, more of, of, of like a little more of like a cashew shape. You know the sodium cluster salts and celery juice, they seek out and destroy bacteria and viruses, minimizing the pathogenic loads responsible for fibroids while, while stopping fibroids from growing, also helping shrink fibroids. And here's the deal with fibroids. okay? You know, you can't eat eggs as well. You can't eat cheese. you can't eat milk, cheese, butter. If you want to keep fibroids away, milk, cheese, butter, you got to make sure if you do animal proteins, that they really are grass fed or pasture raised or some or really clean or not grain fed. So, you know, if you're into animal products, if you're into plant foods, stay away from corn, stay away from corn oil, stay away from these kinds of things. You know, not only that corn oil, corn, stay away from the safflower oil. Stay away from things like that, the cottonseed oil. Stay away from those kinds of oils. Also, if you're vegan, plant-based, and so forth, try not to overdo the nuts. If you eat so many nuts, it's not going to help with fibroids. They're not fibroid causers. They just they are so high fat and high protein, but mostly high fat, that they, 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 too many nuts can kind of bog down the immune system. You need your immune system. And you got to stay away from soy if you're plant-based. Stay away from soy. And that's another thing. And then, you know, that's a big deal. So it's those kinds of things. If you're on animal proteins and stuff, stay away from bacon. I don't care how clean the bacon is. I don't care how they raise the the pig. I don't care all of that because it's still going to – the heavy fat in the bacon and the heavy fat in the pork is going to keep the immune system bogged down so your reproductive system struggles – And you got to remember that avocados are still healthy. Nuts and seeds are still healthy. Of course, you know, some salmon could be fine. Some, you know, some not farm, you know, raised, but some wild salmon. Sure. If that's what you're into, that could be fine too. But you just have to, you have to keep the bad foods out, bring in the better foods. You just have to do that. So let's go into, let's go into um, PCOS, PCOS is caused by the Epstein-Barr 100% directly creating the fluid-filled cysts and other ovarian injuries. Celery juice helps to stop this because of the sodium cluster salts break down the Epstein-Barr and the viral toxic load. So you need to know that. Okay, that's just that. PCOS, that? I promise you, you stay away from the eggs and the dairy products. What do they tell women to eat? Eggs that have PCOS. You better stay away from sugar and eat lots of eggs. And then women, they just grow more PCOS. They grow more cysts. It's just awful. And then their liver gets so bogged down, so bogged down, that their liver gets so stagnant, so they end up gaining weight. And then what do the doctors do? I mean, what do the industry say? The industry blames their weight on the PCOS. Unbelievable. Their their PCOS is, is not causing the weight it's the epstein bar that causes the PCOS that resides in the liver making it sluggish and then them being told to keep on eating not a good way and the liver getting more bogged down, more bogged down. And that's, that's it's unbelievable. So that's this is the example right there, HPV. HPV is a virus. We don't want that virus. So what do you do? You want the celery juice because it's a secret weapon. And sure, medical medium books have herbs, have different things in there that help stop the viruses. You can go up further and above and beyond, but the celery juice is part of the medical medium information. That's where it came from originally. There's, there's, HPV is no immunity against celery juice. You keep it in your life for two, three years solid, and you drink it every morning, and you're knocking that virus down and doing so many other good things for you. The virus is similar in many ways to herpetic family viruses such as the Epstein-Barr and the shingles and into shingles creates so much trouble too i mean it's a whole nother game you got to remember that sodium cluster salts break down those outer membranes of these of the HPV virus and when you consume celery juice on a regular basis you're knocking down HPV you know, and, and what doctors think are comprised cells due to HPV exposure that could lead to cancer. Really, Epstein-Barr is, is a big cancer creator. It's a big, it's, it, it, creates, it creates breast cancer. It creates ovarian cancer. So it's, you know, it it's, you got to worry about that. So HPV, sure, it's a virus. They think that might be a cancer creator. They still don't even really even know. Once you have the weapons, such as celery juice, to fight it and you're avoiding foods I lay out in chapter 8 of the Medical Medium Celery Juice book, you have set the stage for at least protecting yourself. Hypothyroidism, hypothyroidism. Once again, Epstein-Barr, you know something? To know that a certain virus is causing so much trouble, it's just incredible. It's better than thinking your body's attacking itself because that's all the industry has. Someone said to me, hey, AW, all you do is say Epstein-Barr. I said, that's not entirely all I do. I talk about HHV6 shingles and all these other viruses and all the bacteria. And they go, all you do is talk about Epstein-Barr. I go, okay, oh, what do you want me to say? Oh, you want me to instead, want me to hide the truth and just say that everybody's sick because their body's attacking itself and everybody has a faulty body, but nobody has any answers? Or do you want me to say it's all genetics, it's all just all genes? Is that what you say? An essay to them and they're like, oh, I never thought of it that way. Maybe maybe we should look into viruses. Yeah, okay, genius. So I mean, seriously. So the bottom line is, the bottom line is menopause symptoms. A lot of hypothyroidism is based around it, a lot of hyperthyroidism based around it too. Menopause symptoms. That's the liver getting sluggish for years and years and years. An aging liver. That's the hot flashes. That's the hormones that get imbalanced the adrenal fatigue can occur in and out of it. The liver gets lazy, sluggish, and stagnant and toxic. It coincidentally happens to the majority of women in their late 30s to early 40s and even in 50s. That's when the liver has a capping point. That's where most of our menopause symptoms even comprise of. From having viruses like Epstein-Barr and shingles and and HHV-6 and all these other viruses sitting inside the liver, symptoms such as hot flashes, night sweats, irritability, fatigue, depression, and Anxiety and loss of libido can start to appear when the liver is filled with viral neurotoxins and other viruses are in the liver. Heart palpitations occur. Viral waste is released into the bloodstream. The mitral valve gets clogged up on the the edges. For many individuals, the symptoms associated with menopause can be arrested simply with celery juice alone. I've seen it brings back and revitalizes the liver, lowers the viral loads, the toxic levels. It helps women recover. They get cleaner, healthier livers, and it gives them relief. It's incredible. Just from celery juice alone, celery juice, sodium cluster salts and mineral salts restore, restore Adrenals. They restore adrenals, so they're more balanced, so women have less adrenal fatigue and they can produce better hormones because adrenals produce so many hormones, including reproductive hormones. And the thyroid, the same thing. the, th- the celery juice? And I, I've, I've said this before so many times. Over the years, celery juice enters into the thyroid, helping to destroy the virus which causes thyroid diseases that science and research are finally waking up to now, years after I published and put the information out that epstein seen bars linked to thyroid disorders. And th- um, celery juice gets into that thyroid, like I was saying. And it kills the bugs. That's the whole point. It knocks it down. It enters into the thyroid. But you're not, it's not going to do it in one glass. One glass of celery juice. You got to adopt it. It becomes your life. Hey, how many people are adopting all these protein powders? How many people are adopting all these protein powders? And they do it religiously. I talked to somebody and they're just, oh, I've been doing my protein powder for 20 years. I'm not going to stop my protein powder. Well, yeah, you should be doing your celery juice and not stopping and doing it for 20 years. So you can protect yourself. You remove the poisons that cause the liver to become sluggish and stagnant over time and the menopause symptoms start to disappear. This is just part of it. You clean up the liver. You do the, three, you do the liver rescue 369. Get this celery juice, medical medium celery juice. Look, I really believe you need all the books in the medical medium series. I and mean, you need to take your time and read through them all. But make sure you get the celery juice book And make sure you got liver rescue, for sure. If you got thyroid problems, right on. You can get those too. Get the thyroid healing. You just got to take care of yourself. Celery juice, medical medium, is packed with how to do it correctly. That's the whole point. I cover more diseases in there and illnesses. This is just some. I really love you guys. Just hang in there and bless your heart. We'll do the next show soon. I can't wait.